So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. Hello, welcome aboard everyone. I'm Ed Clements along with Jeff Ward. Glad you're with us on 1027 ESPN. Jeff, I'm sorry I was not privy to your first hour. I'm sure you had a scintillating hour of non-border wall, non-Mayorkas impeachment, non-anything else Donald Trump. Man, I had it in my notes. I meant to get to all that stuff. Dang it. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. Trump got his fair share. He got his. Yeah. He had a few mentions here or there, but uh, mainly about the NFL conspiracy theory. So That's um, the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That whole damn deal. It just drives me crazy. Dumbasses out there. Hang on a sec. Dumbasses, dumbasses, Hang on, let me talk to him. Hey, all you tinfoil hat losers, don't listen to him. I gave you all the ammo you need. You need to go cut and paste everything Jeff Ward said. Tell your fans and your your friends and your chat rooms and your mom's basement that Jeff's on board with you. Okay, now, finish your thought on the conspiracy theory, because they're my friends now. I think it's a bunch of dumbassery. It it starts, yeah, with... with, uh, Travis Kelce and the and Chelsea and the shot and <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> it was all a big conspiracy deal with they're not really going together. It's just about the big plan yeah. from the deep state yeah. that she's going to endorse Joe Biden. Yeah, just a lot. You of know it. who was asked about it? Who? The commissioner. Roger Goodell. So Roger Goodell shows up in Vegas and reporter... We didn't get the first part of it. I, I know she asked him about the conspiracy theory that the game is fixed. Mm-hmm. Here he goes. What do you say to those who think it's all scripted by the NFL? I don't think I'm that good a scripter um, or anybody on our staff. I, I, I think it's, you know, I listen, there is no way that I could have scripted that one. Let's just put it that way. But she is, um, or anybody in our office, she's she's in a remarkable performer. She knows great entertainment. I had the opportunity to go to two of her concerts with our girls and my wife. Um, I, she she's the best of the best, and and so having her come to NFL games, have her a part of that is he, he nothing but a positive. No, he didn't. Which answer. I, of course, then told he's a the, part of it. The, exactly. That's yeah, what I say. Fan. He's a part of it. See, he's a part of it. See. He's inside. All he had to say was, that is crazy. Well, they already gave it away when they had the colors of the 49ers and the Chiefs several weeks ago. Wait, what? They had the colors on the uh, television ads. Remember that? They did? Yeah. It was about three or four weeks ago. I knew it. Fauci. Obama. Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. (laughs) Deep State. It's well, the deep state. Then I gave the uh, the knucklehead some ammo also because the NFL has fixed it so the 49ers players get hurt in practice. That's right. They don't like the turf at UNLV. Too hard. 
No, it's too soft. I thought it was said it was too hard. No. See, it's, it's, the first ride before Porta said it was too hard. No, no, no. Too soft. Too soft. Oh boy! Because they put they said they put the turf down over some artificial turf, and it's mm-hmm. giving way. Um, and soft, so though. any minute now, Debo Samuel's going to twist his knee. Brock Purdy's going to roll an ankle. And George Kittle is uh, blow out blood his knee, and then it's all done. And let the me, deep let state would have the deep state did that too. This whole deal of them, the teams <laughs> going Sunday, and did you catch any anything last okay. night on the NFL Network? The welcoming oh. deal, it was unbelievably awful. It was cringe worthy. They had some guy. Remember the guy? Let's get ready to rumble. Oh no! They had a, an imitator, that guy, and he was talking like that. Welcome to the Super Bowl. And that's when all the players come walking in. I did see yes, that. Yes, and come so, out, and they they're videoing. They're all yeah. they do is. Here comes Andy Reid. It was bad. It was bad. It There's was Andy bad. with a Hawaiian shirt on. Yeah, he's got a Hawaiian. He's shirt a pudgy on. guy, and he's got his. Older wife oh, who's very nice to holding hands. With his wife. He's walking it's with his wife. In Vegas. And then you get the players, and then you get your girl Gracie looking hotter than a depot. Gracie stove. wasn't gonna miss her chance. Uh-oh. All they needed was a pole. Gracie and Gracie's mom and daddy, they came yeah. out and Gracie's just Dance. she's taking selfies. I bet she is. And it is the it was It was bad. You're right. It was really bad. So you know, what happened, I don't know how many people have heard this. <laughs> So I guess it's the same event. I don't know who they decided to let in the stadium, but they let in the knuckleheads. Okay, these are the oh. people that can't afford, I guess, to do anything else. They can't go to the maximum right. party. They can't get in the wind. They yeah. can't get Caesars. So, but by God, they can get on the Wapping yeah. Unite. So I think they went to um, Circus Circus and said, hey, all of you at the buffet, would you come like on. to come and see some famous players? Yeah. And these losers hopped on a bus and headed over the stadium. So what happened was they booed so loudly. The Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, they were booing. I guess it's all 40, you know, I don't know who they are. I guess they're from the West Coast. Well, let me tell you, Jeff, geography-wise, what's closer? Okay. California. Got it. California, Nevada, Nevada, Either way, um, it felt like they started booing the players. And then Travis Kelsey, being the meathead that he is, mm-hmm. starts yelling back at them. Yeah. Bring yeah. it on. <laughs> it's Bring like it wrestling. Yeah. It's like wrestling. It's it's Monday night. Yeah, I know. It was and this, bad. Something's gonna explode. This is it's, this it's is, a bad mix. It's this not is a, a good... disservice to those young athletes who are wealthy, who are horny, who are stuck oh. in Las Vegas for a week with gambling and women and sex all around. There's going to be, remember what Eugene Robinson you? of the Packers? Yeah. The NFL Man of the Year went out and tried to. That was in the, yeah, well, hang on. It's, it's, my gosh. How are, where are you going with this? I'm going. This is a disservice. It could be a lousy game because they're going to have to be there a week. I heard an interview with one of the players today on, I guess it was Colin Cowherd or one of those shows saying, man. It's Tuesday. I don't want to talk to nobody more. I, I want to get ready for the game. I got to get in the zone. Yeah. And I'm going, it's Tuesday. Yeah. He said, my tickets okay. are taken care of. My family's coming in. I don't want to talk to them. Okay. Well, I just want to get ready for the game. But the way you made it just sound <laughs> is their room is right above the nightclub at um, Luxor. And, they, and, they had, and they're like tempted with a bunch of hookers. That's what you're making it sound. Okay. 
All right. Have they're you? not strolling through. Yeah, I've been there. I know all about Vegas, but they're not strolling through the casino on their last $9 like you or me, and somebody wants to be your friend. Well, they, they both teams are staying out There's at Lake naked, Lock, Las Vegas. Yeah, Did you I know, know that? I know. They're staying away I've from the strip. There. I've stayed there. Nice. Is it yeah. nice out there? Yeah. I met uh, when I was one of the, the only time I stayed there was uh, what was Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife? Maria Shriver. I sat next to her at the pool. At the pool. I remember that story. Yeah. yeah. Talked to her. I didn't know who she was. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I assume somebody important since there's some goons looking at me like they're about to crack my skull. But I played with her and her kids in the pool. You did what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. True stories. Did, did you, are you the guy that broke up that marriage between Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver? Or was it him nailing the, the, the maid and had the baby? Well, had I known she was, I would have tried. Yeah. She Given got a lot my, of money. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Given my lot in life, I would have, I would have happily impregnated her. Well, Arnold impregnated the, <laughs> well, that's the true. maid. Arnold, yeah. I don't care. I just needed in on the action. Yeah. So, yeah, I know but where no, it is. My, my, They're my, not my, running around with a bunch of strippers. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No. Jeff. Gosh, come on. Jeff. You ever seen that collection of brain surgeons <laughs> on the Chiefs <laughs> and the 49ers? Yes, I have. They're not... They're not going doing haiku, and they're not reading the latest John Grisham or going to symposiums at night. They're looking for it, Jeff. They're looking for gambling. They're looking for girls. <laughs> of course they are. Oh, please. Please? Yeah. You think Come they're on. choir boys? No, I don't, but I think they'd like to win the game, and they'd probably prefer not every cell phone around, you know, capturing them with their pants down. Well, They, they don't know t- what's going on. Well, you say that. I but do how say many that. times? Who was the guy for San Diego? The center. He, 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 yeah, he, ended he up in a bathtub in uh, like Tijuana or something. He was in Tijuana, and then, then there was the guy who was um, Wilson Stanley Wilson for the Mingles from almost Oklahoma. Died. Disappeared, almost died. <clears throat> he was smoking crack cocaine yeah, yeah. the night before the game, but that wasn't because of some other woman. I mean, he just did that because that's what he does. He was bored for poor the game, and these poor schmoes. And it was Eugene Robinson, the NFL Player of the Year for the Falcons. That wasn't in Vegas. That was, you know, like some strip mall somewhere. He was at like a Olive Garden, (laughs) some hooker. Offered some woman. It was under. It was undercover. Forty dollars for a little pleasure. You know why? He had to give the trophy back. You know why? Because he was standing in the room with his wife. Now that's cruel. That's why. Was he really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe that. That's fake. Look it up. It's not fake news. Look it up. Look it up. That's why he was out there. So you're saying his wife wouldn't give him any good love? I didn't so say you can say well you can interpret whatever you would he had like. To go and you can interpret whatever you would like. I'm streets. just saying the one guy there with his wife and kids in the hotel is the one that ended up with a hooker. Hmm. Wonder why that is. My point is those guys are going to be so emotionally oh, frayed before that game. Oh, you got to be kidding well, me! Well, wait you a minute. Might, hold on. You, you might told... be emotionally frayed. I've stayed. I was. A, no, I'm not going to say. It. Okay. You've told <laughs> I'm me. Stop. I'm stopping right now. You've told me many times when you were in college. That, you know, all this stuff about all these road games. You flew in like at 2 in the afternoon, yeah. did a walkthrough, went to the hotel. Turned around and left. Played the game. Left. Turned around. Immediately. Why? Why did you do that? Uh, I don't know. Because there were awful places and no one wanted to stay there. So you couldn't get in trouble. You and the you and the. So the we guys. flew back and got in trouble anyway? Well, you got you, you, <laughs> got, you flew back to Austin. Yeah, exactly. Where, you, where they, they could cover for you. Okay, true. There's a Bill Little factor there. Okay. I just, I think you're... Uh, I. I'm not. I'm I, not. Think going, I, I, think, I think you've gone a little 1955. No, I just think something. I hope it doesn't happen. I hope and I pray yeah. it doesn't happen. You think Patrick Mahomes is going to end up in. Oh, his daddy's already done it for him. 
third DWI, he's a piece of work. Okay. God love you, him. You think, you think Man's got a problem. You think he's going to, Patrick Mahomes or um, Christian McCaffrey, just going to wander down to, what's the downtown area with a bunch of idiots? Um, Fremont. Not the Golden Nugget? No, no, down there with Fremont, where they get Fremont. like a yard beer or something. You think they're going to end up down there? Any minions? Yeah, with some hookers? Jeff? What do you think is going on, Jeff, man? I'm I'm saying they're going to be holed up at Lake Las Vegas. Yeah, and it's they're nice. gonna, yeah, it's, it's really nice, but not where your 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 guys staring the room is six five three eighty five. What we're going to do tonight? You know that kind of stuff. Oh boy, that's it's it's. Well, the point is, it's a great disservice for both teams that the NFL mandated they fly in a week before the game. If the truth be known, they should have flown in Saturday morning. And just play. Walk through and just play. But it's such a circus, and it takes away from the game. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, Didn't expect that rant, but uh, I just felt that way. I I feel I just don't want... I don't want this game to be diminished because it is such a great game with two great teams. Evenly matched, my friend. Evenly matched. What makes you think they can handle an entire season and can't handle four nights? Uh, it's, it's like it's seven nights, okay, six nights. Okay, whatever. Because they get to go sleep in their own bed. They have the same routine. They're not around uh, the salaciousness of Las Vegas <laughs> where marijuana – you, you laugh, it's but it's legal. truth. It's legal it's, there. It's legal. Yeah. Marijuana is legal there. Oh, Very. Prostitution is not legal in Clark County. Right. Outside where, of Clark County. Is it Lace, La, 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 Lake Las Vegas? Is it legal? <sighs> from your experience? From your time at Lake Las Vegas? Yeah. With, uh, what's her name? What was her name? The, the woman who was, I was at the pool with. What's her name? Maria Shriver. Yeah. You're calling her a prostitute? No, I didn't say that. I wish. I don't think she needed the money from what you're telling me. No, she's no, a no. Kennedy, after all, so I think they're okay. I think she's okay. Yeah. Uh, she was very friendly. Really? Yeah. And just frolic with the kids? Yeah. Arnold was not around. Nope. What was she doing in Las Vegas? I don't know. And how did you end up at Lake yeah. Las Vegas? You, I don't Mr. Know that Downtown. Either. I know, I know. I'll stay at the Desert Inn or the Winter Caesars. I, I, I don't know. Mm. I really don't know. So Some so, people say that there's a woman Yeah, probably. And so I'm by yeah, the pool. Okay. Hi, how are you? Fine, thank you. Good to see you. Blah, blah, blah. Conversation. Banter. Did Ban- you exchange your names? Hi, I'm Jeff. Who I are did. you? Yeah. I, I, I think I said I'm Jeff. I don't remember her saying her name. And then they you didn't break out to Maria. I just met a girl I named Maria. I did not know who that was. Really? I did not you know. Said her face was a little different. You told me that in years it, past. It was ugly. Wow. <laughs> okay, sorry. Ugly face. Yeah. Wow, Jeff. Very tall person. Maria Shriver? Yeah. Uh, you, Maria Shriver's not that Go tall. Look. Go look it up. I'm going to look it up. I mean... So Eric, Maria Shriver's height, S H R I V E R. So true. So we're just chatting. She's not. She's probably five seven, five eight. I felt like she was taller than that. Five five. Five uh, five. Well, she looked tall. How <laughs> many drinks did you have? Today? <laughs> might have been a couple of beers. I did offer a beer though. Hey, Garrett. Look, I did she, offer. She got a pretty face. So I. How old, go- is, how, how old is she now? About 65, 64? 68. She's my. Yeah, I didn't. Well, yeah, and I didn't do anything. but just chatted, Maria. and uh, that her kids were throwing the ball, and I threw the ball with them. And yeah. she said, "Thanks for throwing the ball." And said, sure, and right. 
You got kids? Yeah, it was usual, yeah. you know, just friendly pool banter, and that was it. Want a kiss? He said, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Had I known... You know that she I was into say, the Kennedy fortune. Yeah. I would have known. I did not have no... I had no clue whatsoever. And then nobody else, oddly enough, no one else was around, but it did, I did think it was slightly odd that some guys in suits were sitting right behind my chair. Really? Standing right there. I'll be darned. I wonder, I guess... Was he governor then? Did he he might have been governor at the time, or running at the time, because uh-huh. she was working a phone. Uh, and um, yeah, so she was on the phone a lot, and I, I, you know, I didn't know until after the fact who she was, and I knew who he was. I've run mm-hmm. into him a couple times, actually. Really? Yeah, I've said you know, uh, can I, can I sat right a, next to him in a bar a in Vegas. If he wasn't born in Hitler's home country, he'd make a heck of a good president. But he was he, born in even Austria. Even though he was born in there, he'd yeah, still he be was, a pretty good he'd be, president. He'd be a good president. In light of where we are now, absolutely. Yes, he would be a good president. I, I uh, he, I saw, I've seen him a few times. I ran into him not that long ago. Uh, he was with Steve Wynn in the back of a room, and I was there at the bar with some buddies, and um, mm-hmm. man, his face looks bad. Uh. He looked He looked older. Did he? But... Uh, we said hi and chatted for a second. He said, hey, how'd you guys... We just played golf and said, how'd you play? Oh, I was crappy and he laughed and that was it. Oh. So I've met the whole family. That's it. It's my brush with greatness. Your brush... I, you saw my pictures of brush with greatness this weekend. Did you see the pictures I, I sent you? You sent them to me, yeah. That was a true brush with... That was yeah. the most happenstance. Well, you had the plague and then I was in... I know. I had the yeah. plague and... I got the plague after lunch. I Let me just say this, my friend. Dry January... Took a sudden turn this oh, weekend for no. your old buddy. Yeah. I'm sorry. If it, yeah. didn't, it didn't quite pan out. Yeah. Wait a second. It was the end of January. You already made it through January. I made it through January. Oh, I see what happened. It built up and then look out. We went yeah. to... Uh, That's what I recommend. Yeah. Um, you just got to stay steady state, everyone. We went to Keep the drinking. Eagles and they started singing that song, uh, Vince Gill. It's another tequila sunrise. And that made you drink? I started. I went yeah. got some hooch, got some drinks, and then... Next thing you know, you've got emphysema. Drank Saturday night, Sunday, Sunday Monday. afternoon, <laughs> day just, drank Sunday, yeah. then got violently ill, terribly ill. Yeah. A lesser man would be in Breckenridge Hospital. Yeah, I was on my way myself, yeah. um, except there's no Breckenridge, but that's what? okay. It's gone? Damn. You know what? What percentage of people that do dry January, then the first chance they get, go all in and it's a bender? Because that's my experience is that... You're so like the stress, up, especially if you have emotions, yeah. And like first chance you get, yeah. it's the cabernet with a straw. Well, I didn't really go off. I had a couple of drinks Friday night, and then I had a couple of drinks Saturday night, and I, I'm not even gonna tell you what I was drinking Sunday afternoon. Oh boy, that's not good. Prosecco, prosecco. Oh, you. Prosecco, Punk. so good. What a jackass. Went down so Prosecco. good. Prosecco. In yeah. February. I mean, you Prosecco. might have Prosecco if it's 100 degrees it outside. It's a sunny afternoon. Or if you're and sitting in Tuscany, you're in Pro- Prosecco. Freaking West Austin and drinking Prosecco. Then end up the Deep Eddie Cabaret Sunday night. Nice. Chase it with some Bud Light. Bud Light draft. Yeah. As a matter of fact. Perfect. Next thing you know, you're in the hospital. Next thing you know, I felt like terrible and I had to call him. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, I'm not coming in. Went to my family doctor. Yeah. Uh, Monday morning, got a bunch of drugs. So I'm on drugs if I may wander. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, it already happened once. Yeah. Well, I, I'm really truthful. It's a disservice to have those uh, guys so out of the norm for a complete week and to go in Las Vegas. I found something very interesting. We'll um, be the judge of this. Okay. The history of Super Bowl betting. Oh. It's really kind of a funny 
description of big bets over time. Mm. You ready? 57 Super Bowls. Okay. They highlighted a few of the biggest betting weekends. Super Bowl three, argued to be the first big moment in sports betting history. Joe Willie Namath, Jets are 17 point, 17 or 21 point dogs to Baltimore. Uh, they were actually 17 point underdogs to the Baltimore Colts. It was the first time because you know who was talking about the betting line, Jimmy the Greek. And it's Joe, the first time people started talking about it. I believe that was in Miami, and Joe Namath at poolside with the reporters guaranteed the win for the Jets. Reportedly, according to this from Yahoo Sports, he was telling people he knew to go ahead and bet on him. <laughs> which would have gotten him in a lot of trouble with the NFL. Yeah. The Jets yeah. won sixteen to seven. The line at one point reached eighteen points. Ironically enough, it is not the biggest line ever. There was a line bigger than 18. Uh, was that the Cowboys-Buffalo? No. It turned out, I mean, there's been games that have been blowouts, but there was an 18.5-point spread in a Super Bowl, and it wasn't that long ago. Uh, Super Bowl twenty. This is this is pretty remarkable. Let's go, back to, let's go back to three. Do you realize how many Longhorns were on the Jets that year? They're like five know, former I was Longhorns. Say, I knew of three. Jim Hudson, yeah. George Sauer, John Elliott, somebody else. Uh, all these former Longhorns. Was a Texas Tech guy? Was a star receiver? Yeah, Don Maynard. Don Maynard. Don Maynard. Okay. I don't we think move he on? went to Tech. He didn't. No, he's just from West Texas. He all might right. have gone to West Texas State. Okay. Can move, I move on, on to Super Bowl twenty. Super Bowl twenty. The Bears and Patriots. Oh, man. What was, what was significant about that game? Walter Payton didn't score. Okay. The point spread of the Bears-Patriots game, Super Bowl twenty, which is, you know, that Bears team is regarded as the best defense of all time yeah. and one of the best teams all around. Right. Steve McMichael, our the friend. Pro, you know what the point spread was? Fourteen? Ten. Ten. Can you name the uh, starting quarterback for the Patriots? Tony Eason. Starting running back for the New England Patriots. Uh, no. Had a really good year. Who was it? Craig James. Craig James, okay. Head coach of the uh, Patriots that year. Was it a uh, former SMU coach? <sighs> what was his name? Was it Raymond Barry? Got Raymond Barry's a Texan, but... Uh, or was it Don Meyer? Gerald Meyer? What was his name? Gerald Meyer was Texas Tech. Yeah, sorry. Okay. You, you're thinking of the, the, the SMU, I was thinking of the SMU coach, uh, Ron... Ron Meyer. Ron Meyer. Yeah, okay. So here's why this is significant. Art Mentera, sportsbook manager at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas, came up with what is believed to be the first prop bet concept. He came up with a prop bet on defensive tackle William the Refrigerator Perry mm-hmm. scoring a touchdown. It was a time when prop bets were very rare... And they were never creative, even ones on the Super Bowl. So he did this just as like a, a, a concept, just a, a pr- promotion. Raymond Berry was the head coach. Thank you. The odds were 20 to 1. That he'd score a touchdown. He would score a touchdown. Did they have a prop bet on Walter Payton scoring a touchdown? No, this was it. Oh, see, that was the so The odds sad. were 20 to 1. Um, and then the sports book lost $100,000. For each bet, because he scored a touchdown. I think he might have scored the final touchdown. Fourth fourth quarter, when he should have allowed Walter Payton right. to score. He, Walter Payton never scored a touchdown in that game. Uh, this would be Super Bowl. Gosh, and who was the head coach of the Bears? Mike Ditka. Mike Ditka. Jeez. Most people can name probably the first starting 22 of that Bears team. Oh, my gosh. I can come close. Sure. McMichael. Uh, Richard, what was Richard it? Richard Dent. Richard Dent. 
Refrigerator Perry, Dave Robert Marshall, Dave Dorison, Dave Dorison, Gary Fensick. Gary Fensick, he was so good. They had Willie Galt on that team. Oh, I mean, I'll keep going. Okay. Super Bowl 39. 49ers and Chargers. The largest point spread in Super Bowl history, 18.5. 18.5. Bad game, too. One better. This is in 1994. Okay. Remember the head coach of the uh, – anybody can name the head coach of the Chargers? It wasn't, it wasn't Coriel then, was it? No, it was um, Bobby Ross. Bobby Ross. Head coach of the 49ers at that time. Was that George Seifert or would that have been Walsh? Oh, I'll check it. That would have been a Walsh. I think a, I think a George Seifert and Steve Young team, I mm-hmm. think. All right, so it's an 18.5-point spread. One better made a $2.5 million bet. This is 1994. Made a $2.5 million bet on the 49ers to win. That bet, $2.4 million, paid 300000 That's it. Dang. They cover it. They won 49-26. In a really bad game. Really Terrible bad game. game. There was a streak there, kind of in that time period, of awful games. Oh, yeah. They were all like that. Remember the Oakland-Washington game was terrible in the early so the Marcus 80s. Allen MVP. Marcus Allen. Strike year game. Yeah. Uh, here's Super Bowl, what is this, 49. Patriots-Seahawks. You know why that's significant? For reasons other than the obvious. Patriots-Seahawks. I know the obvious reason. It's the only pick'em game. Oh, wow. That game was a pick'em game. It is. Uh, it closed, the line closed at kickoff as a pick'em game. Nobody was favored. Um, of course... Guess what? It went down to it went down the last play to the one yard line. Nice call, Pete. One yard line. Malcolm Butler picks off a pass at the goal line from Russell Wilson, and uh, the Patriots end up winning, and the betters win. Uh, Super Bowl Fifty until 2015, Nevada sports books couldn't propose prop bets. Do you know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Uh, guess what this one was? This would have been the Broncos in Super Bowl Fifty. Broncos Seahawks? Anybody know who the MVP was? Broncos Seahawks? Seahawks won. Broncos linebacker Von Miller was 60-1 to to be the MVP. Wow. He was MVP. Really? Yep. Or was that Broncos Panthers? That was... That was a the year Peyton, after. That was, was a Peyton Manning game when Peyton Manning couldn't throw at all. Yeah, it was right. Third and they won with defense. It was right? third and they ran all yeah. the time. Yeah, remember that? They just won. It was like fifteen to twelve or something. They just had you know all they did was just score or couldn't score. Um, the books lost a lot. Let's see. There's uh, Super Bowl fifty one. Uh, we know that. That's the twenty eight to three lead. Oh yeah, that would have been Arthur uh, Blanks on the side. Falcons, uh, Patriots. Uh, here's one where people lost a lot of money. It's just kind of funny. This would have been Super Bowl 54. Super Bowl 54 had the strangest bad bet. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes had a prop bet of 30.5 rushing yards. Okay? Okay. Mahomes had 44 yards rushing, which would have been an easy win for betters. At the end of the game, guess what he did? He took a he knee started running backwards. backwards. Yeah, yeah. While kneeling to run out the clock, Mahomes retreated 15 yards on three kneel downs to burn extra time, moving his rushing yardage from 44 to 29, uh, handing the betters a loss. We've got to take a break. 
after this more. Is that fun or not fun? That's fun. That's fun stuff. Good. That's fun. Super Bowl okay. stuff. It's better than you talking about hookers. Well, let me just, I'm just talking about, let's just be honest. Let's be adults in the room. God, here we go. <laughs> let's be adults. You act like there's prostitutes everywhere. Let's be. There's not. The temptation oh, is there man. in Las Vegas. You know it. I know it. Young Garrett, Garrett you ever been to Las Vegas? Don't. Yep, one time. One yeah. time. Yep. Were you tempted, my friend? Nope. <laughs> okay. There you go. You're apparently the only adult <laughs> in the room here. We'll have back. We'll, we'll have back. We'll have you don't more. have any money. I mean, it's not that tempted. Well, By that time of night, you don't have any money. When somebody, it's four o'clock, and you're there, and you're sitting there, and she said, you need some company. Would you like a date? Yeah. And then it hits you. I got $9. But see, we're not talking about me, you, or young Garrett. We're talking about young, virile, multi-million oh. dollar athletes who but are flush with cash, cash and who have blue chew. <laughs> <laughs> blue chew. It's a big week for Blair, but a big party out there. Is that right? There's a maximum party, Playboy no, party, and blue chew. How come? I got invited to a blue chew party. No It's way. Thursday night. Oh, yeah. In Vegas? Guess, yes. Yes. Why didn't you go? It's coming up Thursday. I'm ill. Oh, I'm ill. Yeah. You, got you think you can get a hall pass for that to go to Blue Chew's party <laughs> in Las Vegas? <laughs> Where are you going? I'm going to the Blue Chew party going to at Blue the Chew. Luxor. It's not the Luxor. It's the Mandalay Bay. Okay, whatever. By the Shark Tank. Mandalay Bay. I'll be back tomorrow morning. Yeah. Great week to be in Vegas. The Live Golf Tour is there. Oh, you know where they're playing? At the old Las Vegas Country Club. Remember <sighs> in the movie Casino? Oh, yeah. When the plane landed? Yeah. On the golf course, that's the golf course they're playing. That was Frank Sinatra, the Rat Pack's golf yeah. course. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're back. going to the Blue Chew Party. I got the invitation, man. Came in a very discreet envelope. Nice. Just had a little uh, chewable little pill in there. Huh. And they sent a pill in the envelope, too, which is kind of cool. That is. Get ready for the Blue Chew Super Bowl 58 party, guys. <laughs> back with more right after this. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements, afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Check out the podcast page at 1027ESPN.com. Now back to the Jeff and Ed Show. Hey, welcome back, everybody, on this Tuesday edition. By the way, we will have the Super Bowl on Sunday here on 1027 ESPN. Pre-game show starts at midnight, Saturday night. A uh, full? No, I'm just kidding. It's about a four-hour I mean, pregame of the game. Who knows? According to you, everyone could be, uh, you know, have an STD or be in prison by See, that that's time. That's the sad part. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to hope that those young athletes do the right thing, do the right thing, and not go crazy. Yeah. Hold up in Lake Las Vegas as they look out their window. Yeah. They see the lights of the Strip, mm-hmm. and they're lonely. They're staying with a dude all week long because see, they're not. Don't the NFL still do that? Well, what do you think this is? 1965? Well, if they want to get if if they want to win, they do that. They don't want if they want to win. Oh my. I don't God. believe they stay with their families or not before the game, do they? Or am I all way off base on that? I, I they're not they don't have roommates. Like they're not staying at some like I thought four they had guys roommates. to a room. Two guys to a room. At the at the Howard Johnson. Well, you had roommates when you traveled at UT, didn't you? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Little. Well, maybe. There's just a lot, of, a lot of things going on. You're, you're really, I, I don't know what world you're thinking about right now. I'm thinking a world that you want to win a game. That's what <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> I want to win a game. If I would, Andy Reid. I think Reed, they do too. If I'm I pretty was sure Andy they Reed, got this figured out. You know, I'd say after that Mickey Mouse oh piece my of gosh. junk last night, I'd say, 
back on the plane. We're going back to Kansas City and just tell yeah. Roger, Goodell, we'll be back Saturday. Uh-huh. See you then. You do Deal that. with it. You do that. Deal with that. Okay, well, here goes X or Twitter, whatever it's called, and it's not good. At Jen Rex Road, dear Lord, comma, I don't know what to do with this information about Jeff wanting to play the odds of, quote, happily impregnating a Kennedy. Did I say that? You never Didn't, said it out. You intimated yeah. about having sexual relations with Maria Shriver in well, hopes that the offspring would look like a kicker and you would get part of the Kennedy fortune. Yeah, that's exactly that. That's it. That. Did I really go? I don't believe I went. I was quite that detailed. Did you never I say, said the word make say, love. You never said Did I ever say happily impregnating? No. I don't think those are things that I would say. No, I don't think you'd say that either. Happily impregnating. Uh, here we go. At Ed's underscore Jeff underscore son. Was Ed just screaming horny on the radio? I was. Or did I tune in just after a blue chill, a blue pill commercial? Well, I did say the word horny, sir, because I think in this week of Super Bowl, <laughs> and I, I hope I didn't insult people. I hope my sister wasn't start. listening. Okay. But I just I think it's a fact when you have men away from their families huh. in a high, yes. high-stress environment, which a Super Bowl is, where everything's on the line. Oh, it's the ultimate man. game. Right. It's a game. Jeez. It's the game of all My games. Gosh. So uh, here's uh, at Ted two oh nine. The fact that DiMaggio was abusive might have been a little bit of a factor why that marriage didn't last long. I'm going to over. I'm going over on Kelsey and Swift as far as longevity versus Monroe and DiMaggio. Oh wait, 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 Joe DiMaggio. I I never no, heard no, that. No, 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 no. He, you know what? Till the day he died, every day he they put roses on her grave. He loved Marilyn. He they loved. were only married nine months. I, I had never, until this tweet, never had heard that. No, that he was no, abusive. Uh, no. I saw a great documentary last night in my the comparison. The Washington Post, in case you were down there talking about Wall Talk or whatever, yeah, um, or Greg Abbott, I guess, posing with more guys in camouflage. But w- w- there's a story about Marilyn Monroe and Joe DiMaggio saying, "Hey, look, I mean, here's the first superstar pop culture story." Romance like that in Americans are fascinated by it. I said, you know, sure. it's actually a fair comparison. Right. Yeah. There was a great documentary last night on Yogi Berra, the catcher for the New York Yankees, and it was very interesting. You need to watch it. You don't watch TV. Right. It's on Netflix, but it documented how he was such a dominant player for the Yankees, it was all lost on his yogiisms. And the cartoon later, okay, and look, people didn't take him seriously. That? That, we're talking about a romance here. But but Joe DiMaggio was okay. very strong in last night's documentary. Okay. That, to wit, why I brought the two together. I see. Uh, at Compion Jeff, uh, Jeff, to add another brick to your wall of conspiracy theories, should Gus Garcia's black cloud from the Far East be here by game time? Wow, Boy, you're going back, in, you're going back in time there. there. Good for you. Um, the at one point the mayor of Austin, Gus <sighs> Garcia, said there is a black cloud coming to Austin from India that's two miles thick. Something like well, that. Well, he was right though. It was from he was very right. Yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> I was laughed right. at it, but he was right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Add Drew Mock. Uh, forgot to X you yesterday, but did you hear the one of the Manning kids say after the Pro Bowl that the game was scripted? Okay, 
That Pro Bowl is... Let's don't do that. Please. I did Please. not watch... I saw some of the skills. I guess this was Sunday. That's stupid. You know what I did? You know what they had? You know what? One of the things they had in the skills? Tug of war. Hey, closest to the hole in golf. <laughs> and guess who won? The cowboy punter put it two feet. Oh, is that 120 right? 120-yard shot in like a like a 50-mile-an-hour win. Yeah, well. Uh, at Westlake J, David Beckham and his Spice Girl wife married over 20 years. That's a good one. I asked if there were any... any Romances mm. of this significance that have worked sports, out. Sports, sports. Okay, that's a very good example. She's the biggest pop star since Michael Jackson. Yeah. Taylor Swift is. Yeah, she is. She is. And I hope and pray she gets back in time for the game. Okay, that's nice. Um, he's a big deal himself, obviously. And I said, it never. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. It can't. And then that's when this person chimed in: David Beckham and his Spice Girl wife, of which I don't know her name. Does anybody know? Spice whatever? Jerry Spice or I don't know her name. Okay. At Jeff Ward's show. I think Taylor Swift is as popular as Elvis was at his peak. Victoria Beckham. Okay, whatever. Tori, thank you there, Garrett. Good job. What? <laughs> Good job, little G. Uh, okay. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. So the final thing about the Super Bowl betting, the history of that, because it was such a good segment... All right. Go. The largest known Super Bowl bet. I can't answer that. Sheikh of Araby? Some Saudi Arabia prince? Nope. Some Chinese man from Beijing? Nope. nope. Not, even, not even close. Was it Mattress Max? It sure was. Mattress Max. $5 million. Super Bowl 51. The largest known Super Bowl bet... Belongs to Houston furniture st- furniture store owner Jim McElvale, better known as Mattress Mac. He bet five million dollars on the Cincinnati Bengals Ooh. to beat the L.A. Rams. Ooh, ooh, sorry, Mattress Max. The money line bet would have returned because the money line bet was at plus one seventy. They were a dog. Cincinnati so, was so a dog. So five million would have made Mattress Mac eight point five million. The money line, if you don't know about just your team has to win. Nothing against the points. Right. And it's at a higher rate if you pick the underdog. Uh, the Rams won the game on a drive in the final two minutes. In, in on a sack. I thought Joe Burrow was sacked to end the game. Because they I were driving. They couldn't block him. They, they couldn't, they couldn't, the offense line was terrible that day. Yeah, the yeah. Um, so that was the biggest bet. Legal bet. The uh, I'll tell you something else. I've got more information. You want more? All right. How about this? Oh, lay it on me there. Okay. Since the state of Texas will not be doing this. I do know this now. The state of Texas will legalize recreational gambling before recreational marijuana. Repeat one more time. Uh, Okay. I believe the state of Texas will legalize gambling, digital and or casino, before recreational marijuana. I agree. Okay. I agree, Jeff. I agree. Uh, I think that has been handed down the past few days when the very angelic and moral Kenneth Paxton sued cities that voted to decriminalize small amounts of marijuana. Right, and we had that horrendous story a few weeks ago where the woman who took a couple of hits of a bong who brutally stabbed her boyfriend 100 times and you, stabbed the gone, dog and you've stabbed gone Mad- Okay, you've gone old lady. It's a true story. It's a true story. It's a true story. And she was not a regular marijuana user. Americans are expected to bet $23.1 billion on this Super Bowl. Two-thirds of American adults living in jurisdictions with legal sports betting 
More than $20 billion is expected to be at stake legally for the Super Bowl. 67.8 million adults, 26% of the population, will combine $23.1 billion in bets. Legal bets and legal jurisdictions. Not the state of Texas because we're moral. We don't do that stuff here. Think of the money that would be coming in. 23, 66% of the population is yeah. betting. Think of the money that could come to Texas That's to build mental health hospitals yeah. and help help people who are mentally ill. All right, keep this in mind. All right, people of Texas, you know, because the very moral crusader that is the attorney general, you know, the guy with all the morals, more than $300 billion has been bet with American sports books since the 2018 ruling by the Supreme Court. 38 states, the District of Columbia, and Puerto Rico now offer regulated betting. Puerto Rico. Yeah. But we don't do it here. Not here because the very moral attorney general. You know, the very righteous one. Well. The one who was going to be one of the three people ever impeached. Yeah. That guy. The NFL says two sports books commercials will air during the uh, Super Bowl 50. What are we? Is this 58? Yeah. 58. Um, Caesar Sportsbook, while we're at it, took a $1 million bet on the 49ers. Straight really? up. Straight up. Straight up. Do you know what $1 million will pay you? On a straight up bet? Yeah. Money line bet? Yeah. It's going to be less, less because they're the favorite. It's 100000 Wow. You're betting a million on the 49ers. I mean, look, you're betting a million dollars against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You're freaking crazy. I think you're crazy, too, for that. You, you, I mean, you to make 50 a, or 100. To make $100,000. The bet that was just turned in, and there'll be bigger ones before the week is over. That's the way it works. The whales come in. $1 million bet on the 49ers to win the game straight up and $100,000 wager. Oh, here's another one. $100,000 bet on the coin toss tails. $100,000. You are an idiot. Well, you you have... That's pathetic. That's wrong. You know, I'm sorry. I hate to be... (sighs) That's wrong. It's... You've got too much money. That's... Come on. You've got... You've got... Don't do that. Stupid money. You've got stupid. stupid money. I mean, if somebody... People at cocktail parties, you know, put two bucks down on the coin toss is fine. But a hundred, come on, a hundred thousand at a casino, at a sports book for the coin toss? That's a that's pathetic. I've already wagered myself. We have an well, I should probably should. Garrett, we've got an illegal deal going on here. Oh, with some down at one hundred one X. Something it's crazy illegal, down something there. Something going on? Yeah, no we got way. one square game. Square oh. game. Is that right oh, by the syringes? Here comes Dan Ken Paxton coming down here. Ken Paxton's going to come Ooh, kick these doors as black suburbans are pulling up. <laughs> oh man, I've I've already I've got squares, ten dollars squares. You ever do that? That squares? No, I, I told you. about I didn't th- get the memo about participating in this company wide illegal activity. Well, you still have time. I got in early. <laughs> I, I got two good squares. I've I've told you about the place in Midland when I was in Midland. Oh boy. The 007 Club, right downtown. You have to have a membership? No. Oh. They had squares. Remind you, Midland, oil, Yeah. $10,000. There's a big, big betting going on there, actually. $10,000 squares, Jeff. I bet. And they were What the full. hell are you doing in on that? You don't have to. They had great drinks down there. Huh. No foo-foo drinks. You had whiskey. You had bourbon, scotch, vodka, or Pabst Blue Ribbon. Nice. And they had 100000 they had ten thousand dollars squares. I, I have to say, betting a walking up to a sports book to bet a hundred thousand dollars on the coin toss that is, is pathetic. 
50-50, man. 50-50. Well, thanks for that. It's no, green's not going to come out, but it's not like roulette where they get you. Know that? Black, red, or that you know, green could come I think we can figure out the coin toss. <coughs> but that's pathetic. You want to make a bet right here? On what? The coin toss. <laughs> you know what? I did the coin toss for years. I called the coin toss. Do you know that? For the University of it, Texas Longhorns, it, yes. Does, does that make me an expert? No. So what would you call? I'm, tr- I'm glad you asked. Green. Um, green. Green. We want the ball. We'll kick off. We haven't flipped a coin yet, Jeff. Um, I think I sele- I think I would say tails more often than not. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you were thinking about after the game. Yeah, that's it. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would tell the guy across. You know, yeah. I'm thinking of tails. <laughs> <laughs> He'd laugh at her. You bet, Ward. Let's get some tails, Ward. That's exactly what we were talking about right there at the coin toss. Glad okay. it wasn't Ed. Yeah. <laughs> So you, you would primarily call tails. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But didn't one time Garrett, you called, you called. He's on crack. You, he's on crack. I'm on medication. He's, he's, he's drugged up, man. It's not okay. What was it the time that? What you, is the physician that prescribed this? This is not okay. I've got you know me. I had to consult with. I was going to say there's twelve of them. I don't got to look at the list. Yeah. Has this person lost their license? No, 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 no. But, Golly, what'd they but, give you? but you said one time happened. you called Tails and they said, what do you want to do? No, no, no this is a true story. What, what, yeah. yeah, what happened? So I was, I'm like an expert at this stuff because my dad, that's what he did. So uh, Jeff's dad was a, a football official. NFL referee for a long time. And so we would talk, we'd have these bizarre conversations about very things like the coin toss and stuff. And he'd always tell me, you always choose an end. I mean, I knew that when I was a kid. So you say, we'll defend this end. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what you do at a coin toss. So I've had that in my brain always. So we're out there, and I'm trying to remember who we were playing. This guy's drooling on himself, jumping up and down. He's A, a teammate real, of yours, right? No, no, no. It's a, the opponent. Oh, so the there's, opponent. He's across. Okay. I'm here. Okay. Texas, say hi to Captain so-and-so, Captain Ward, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. The referee say hi. We do all the pleasantries, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And this guy's flipping out. He's jumping up and down, wanting to fight somebody, calling me names, F-bomb this, yeah. F-bomb that. So I'm just standing there, and so I can tell he's just he's he's nuts right now. He's got he's roided out. He's nuts. So I'm kind of start pivoting my way a little bit. The wind's blowing like crazy. So I okay. start kind of moving my body a little bit. Game turning. in Austin, or where was it? Do you remember? <sighs> little Rock. Where was this? Might have been here in Austin. Okay. Afternoon game. Wind's blowing like crazy. So I'm starting to shift my body a little bit, and this dude's kind of shifting with. Me. I'm noticing he's kind of moving too. Mm-hmm. Huh. This idiot's going to keep turning until he goes the other way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Captain So-and-so, Auburn, you go coin toss. He's blah, 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 screaming and yelling. They do the uh, coin toss. And, uh, Auburn, you win. He's screaming some more. Auburn, what do you want to do? Well, kick it. So I turned myself this way, and we almost completely changed sides. Uh-huh. I said, we'll defend this end. And he's, F you, F you, yeah, we're going to kill you. Blah, blah, blah. I said, all right, thanks, man. I start sauntering over. The referee looks over at me, and I'm laughing. I get halfway to the sidelines. He goes, my coach goes, what the hell? And I said, well, we got the ball on this end. And he goes, what? How'd you do that? I go, that guy's an idiot. That's how. So we scored like 20 points in the first you, quarter. You had the wind. Had the wind. Had the wind. Because a ball. moron kicked off. It, like into the, the ball. Wind. <laughs> like it went to like the 15. Yeah. We uh-huh. get the ball at midfield and cruise. 
That happened with a John Hagee game. You had already graduated against Tech. Yeah. It was like 40 miles an hour win. Yeah. And, and Texas had the ball in the first quarter, they, scored like 21. They Guys do that a lot, but the referees now will, will actually start to correct you. They'll mm-hmm. kind of walk you through it now. You don't really have to say much. Um, where if, even I've heard guys even on TV say, we're kicking or something, mm-hmm. which you're not supposed to ever say. Now, back, Never in, the, say back in those days, could you defer or was that a part of the deal yet? Yeah. You could defer? Yeah. Yeah. But okay. We wanted the wind. Mm-hmm. We got the wind and the ball. Mm. I'm sure that guy, by the time he got to the sidelines, I'm sure his coach was thrilled. <laughs> we won the toss. Oh, yeah, we're kicking, kicking into, the, into wind, the, wind. the wind. We're kicking to them into yeah. the wind. And then next thing you know, we got first down, first and 10 at the 45. Yeah. It's a great story. Thank you. I'm glad I told you. All right. Well. We need to take a break. After this break, more fun huh. here on 1027 ESPN, your home for Super Bowl 58 this weekend. Kickoff right about 6 o'clock. Is it after 6 o'clock kickoff? I have kickoff no here? idea. You have no idea what you're talking 530. about. 5.30. 5.30. Oh, you'd be a little late if you listen to me. So kickoff is at 5.30. <laughs> this is the first quarter. <laughs> first quarter. Hey. 5.30 kickoff here. 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Listening to the Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. A lot of Super Bowl talk going on. I want to mention college basketball as the Longhorns face Iowa State uh, tonight, 7 o'clock at the uh, Moody Center. Texas coming off a big win at TCU. Iowa State uh, coming off a loss at uh, Baylor. So Iowa State is very, very good. And needless to say, Texas needs to get back into the the consistent winning ways. They've dropped three home games already this year at the Moody Center. The last thing for Rodney Terry and the gang would be to loosen out. I'm trying to check out the betting line. It's got to be really, 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 really. Let me hear something amazing, and I'm just going to Texas minus two. Texas minus two. uh, This is on Twitter at Sir Newsbomb. These are the Super Bowl Super Bowl coin toss results. This person had access to this and tweeted this. You ready for it? Heads, heads, tails, tails. What, what is it? Heads, 27 times, 47%. Okay. Tails, 30 times, 53%. Ah, what was it last Wait, year? I, I did well in statistics. That can't be. Hmm? No, it wouldn't. No, not I mean, necessarily. Well, I mean, it shouldn't be that lopsided. No, it shouldn't. Well, thing I just said, I didn't watch well statistics. But it is what it is. Sometimes in Las Vegas, you catch a wave, Jeff. Sir, this is the coin toss of the Super Bowl. <clears throat> this is not some roulette table. Longest streak, heads, five times. Okay. Tails, longest streak, three times. I can't believe somebody has access to this information. Well, it wouldn't be hard to get, fool. All you have to do is look at the look at the box scores for every Super Bowl. Who won the toss? Okay, really? You're going to go look at 57 box scores to find the coin toss? Apparently, this these guys want to do. They want to get all the information they could before coin toss wins. You know what franchise has the most coin toss wins? It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's the Dallas Cowboys with six. Really? 49ers with five. Raiders four. Were the Steelers? Raiders three. 
No, I'm sorry. Dolphins four, Raiders three, Patriots three, Seahawks three. You're wrong, fool. Well, Pittsburgh they had bad run, but they just they just <laughs> they won. They really aren't very good at the coin toss. They've been in the most Super Bowls and don't appear in the top five. The Chiefs won the coin toss last year via tails. Kansas City called tails and were correct. The Chiefs won the game over the Eagles. Giving uh, those who bet on KC to win the coin toss in the game itself a betting victory. You have to have money to burn if you, you know make a bet on that. I'm disturbed. What are you disturbed about? I'm disturbed by the betting on this, and I'm I, as much as that was, I'm remotely interesting. I'm disturbed that a listener had access and the time to do that. Well, that person wants to get the best information they can. Can they want to be? They want to get. They want to get the most information they can to make the best decision on the bet. You know what? I'll bet you So I applaud them. I applaud that. Okay. I'm going to bet you right now. Okay. I'm going to take... Hang on. Let me look at it again. Tell you what I'm going to do. What do you want to bet? I don't care. About how about... you drink your own severe medication, How about a sparkling water lemon you have from HEB? No. We're going to bet a bottle of bonanza. I'm not betting a bottle of bonanza on the flip of a damn coin. Not going to do that. Well, what That's you foolish. Like? That's as foolish as a guy betting $100,000. What I want to do is I want to pick heads. Okay. Okay. You got it. I'll get tails. <laughs> I got tails. Write it down, Garrett. And we're not Write betting anything. It's yeah, just for pride. No. Pride is <laughs> yes. so for much pride. knowledge. Because I am going to go back and I'm going to play the odds here. Oh, Mr. Statistician. Yeah. Do you write that down, Garrett? For, I a got, bo- for a bottle of bonanza. I got tails. Jeff got heads. For a bottle of bonanza. Not a bottle of bonanza. Yeah, I want it. I fake need news. It. Fake news. No, it's real. Fake news. Uh, you got that down? Yeah. Okay, thank you. When we come back, we oh, got to take a break. There was a fascinating article. I wonder if you saw this yesterday. Probably. In my, in when I was sick yesterday. About the wall? Not about the wall. Oh. It was about the San Francisco 49ers defying modern football. For something they do, they're defying modern football. We'll tell you about that. Ooh, and you know what? Defying? Are you sure you got the term? Defying correct? modern football. I don't think you're in the right state of mind. They're defying modern football, and also defying modern football. Yes, and Travis Kelsey is not the first football hero for Taylor Swift. We'll have details <laughs> when we return. To 1027 ESPN, your home for Super Bowl number 58. After this. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements, afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.